section twenty six of great epics in american history volume three this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox great epics in american history volume three the french war and the revolution seventeen forty five to seventeen eighty two by francis whiting halsey section twenty six the execution of andre seventeen eighty by general william heath october second major andre is no more among the living i have just witnessed his exit it was a tragical scene of the deepest interest during his confinement and trial he exhibited those proud and elevated sensibilities which designate greatness and dignity of mind not a murmur or a sigh ever escaped him and the civilities and attentions bestowed on him were politely acknowledged having left a mother and two sisters in england he was heard to mention them in terms of the tenderest affection and in his letter to sir henry clinton he recommends them to his particular attention the principal guard officer who was constantly in the room with the prisoner relates that when the hour of his execution was announced to him in the morning he received it without emotion and while all present were affected with silent gloom he retained a firm countenance with calmness and composure of mind observing his servant enter the room in tears he exclaimed leave me till you can show yourself more manly his breakfast being sent to him from the table of general washington which had been done every day of his confinement he partook of it as usual and having shaved and dressed himself he placed his hat on the table and cheerfully said to the guard officers i am ready at any moment gentlemen to wait on you the fatal hour having arrived a large detachment of troops was paraded and an immense concourse of people assembled almost all our general and field officers excepting his excellency and his staff were present on horseback melancholy and gloom pervaded all ranks and the scene was affectingly awful i was so near during the solemn march to the fatal spot as to observe every movement and share in every emotion which the sad scene was calculated to produce major andre walked from the stone house in which he had been confined between two of our subaltern officers arm in arm the eyes of the immense multitude were fixed on him who rising superior to the fears of death appeared as if conscious of the dignity which he displayed he betrayed no want of fortitude but retained a complacent smile on his countenance and politely bowed to several gentlemen whom he knew which was respectfully returned it was his earnest desire to be shot as being the mode of death most fitting to the feelings of a military man and he had indulged the hope that his request would be granted at the moment therefore when suddenly he came in view of the gallows he involuntarily started backward and made a pause why this emotion sir said an officer by his side instantly recovering his composure he said i am reconciled to my death but i detest the mode while waiting and standing near the gallows i observed some degree of trepidation placing his foot on a stone and rolling it over and choking in his throat as if attempting to swallow so soon however as he perceived that things were in readiness he stepped quickly into the wagon and at this moment he appeared to shrink but instantly elevating his head with firmness he said 
it will be but a momentary pang and he took from his pocket two white handkerchiefs the provost-marshal with one loosely pinioned his arms and with the other the victim after taking off his hat and stock bandaged his own eyes with perfect firmness which melted the hearts and moistened the cheeks not only of his servant but of the throng of spectators when the rope was appended to the gallows he slipped the noose over his head and adjusted it to his neck without the assistance of the awkward executioner colonel scammell now informed him that he had an opportunity to speak if he desired it he raised the handkerchief from his eyes and said i pray you to bear me witness that i meet my fate like a brave man the wagon being now removed from under him he was suspended and instantly expired it proved indeed but a momentary pang he was dressed in his royal regimentals and boots and his remains in the same dress were placed in an ordinary coffin and interred at the foot of the gallows and the spot was consecrated by the tears of thousands thus died in the bloom of life the accomplished major andre the pride of the royal army End of section twenty six